This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode 18. 18. So, I was thinking on the way home today from work that it's weird that these things are still called a podcast because they were for iPods and most people don't listen to them anymore. Don't listen to what? iPods. No. Most people don't have iPods. They have iPhones or their their Android phones or their computers or some other way. Like most people aren't carrying around iPods anymore. Is that what they were called? Podcasts? Cause yeah, because you listen to them on your podcast, iPod. iPod. Like that was the main MP3 player out there that people would download stuff onto, so people would listen to podcasts on their iPod. Mm-hmm. And they're still called podcasts, but I highly doubt that anybody's listening to us on an iPod. Yeah, I guess I didn't have an iPod until I was like a grown up, probably like 22 or 23. Um, But yeah, I do remember seeing that as one of the options. Well, I mean, I didn't have one until then either. Around then, I got one for my birthday. Now I have my trusty silver and purple Sony Walkman. With well, anti-skip technology. I had them. Like, I had a Walkman, well, a Walkman and or then a Discman. Discman, yeah. Um, I had a little, this gray tape recorder for the longest time. I had a cassette player that you could put headphones in and you could just play it out loud. Um, it was, like, the size of, like, a brick. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little bigger. Uh, but, yeah, so I found it weird that it's still called podcast. I guess we just people just know podcast. But who did the first podcast? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean I'm not a podcasting historian. Well, you brought it up. Uh, I just thought it was weird that it's called the podcast when nobody's listening on an iPod. Um first iPod I had was uh I think it was 60 gigs and then I got a second one and that was 180 and I had a lot of stuff on there but I don't know I went through so many phases like I used to have so many CDs and like well I had cassettes and then I had a shit ton of CDs and then iPods came around and it took forever to like rip the CDs and put them on your iPod and then shit would like fuck up sometimes and you'd have to do it all again and and like if you put if you used one computer to put your music on and like you connected your iPod to another computer it could delete all your stuff well mostly if you went back and forth between Macs and PCs because it would reformat the, the iPod, which happened to me. Because I did a lot of it on my friend John's computer, and he had a Mac. And then I would do it on my a computer somewhere else, somebody who had like a PC. And it kept fucking up, and I had to do it so many times. And then it was like, it was still like a godsend, because it was like, well now I don't have to carry around my like, you know, five binders of like hundreds of CDs, I just have it all in this little thing. But then that, you know, I stopped buying CDs and 
now there's just, you know, you can listen to stuff on your phone and, like, Amazon Music and, and Spotify and all that stuff, and it's just so much easier to do it that way than have physical... I'm still physical copy, pro physical copy when it comes to, like, movies. And I do love music, but it's just, it just it's easier to do it with music. Um, just have it, you know, streaming or, or whatever. What you doing? Reading a news article. Oh. Care to share? It's about some douchebag in Mount Laurel harassing one of his neighbors. Sounds like fun. So was there like a point to you thinking or that was just... No, it was just a, a, an observation. A random thought. Yeah. So I was like, oh, podcast, but it's not on an iPod anymore. And people hardly use those. And, you know, there was iPods and then there was Zune, which was like, you know, Microsoft's answer yeah. to the iPod, which never really caught on. My friend Julie had one of them. I never used one. My brother had one, um, but I never, uh, I never used it, so I didn't, you know. Um. Oh, I had an iPod Touch for a while. I forgot about that. I accidentally set it into a cup of water. I don't understand how you accidentally set because I was tired and I was pregnant and it was dark and I wasn't paying attention and I rolled over to just put it down on my nightstand and instead of putting it down on my nightstand I put it down on, into a cup of water and like I don't know I thought I had gotten plenty of my old phones wet and you know you just throw it in a bowl of rice for a couple of days and it's good but, no, it was not good. The backlight never worked again. Mm. And I contacted Apple support, or maybe, I don't know, it might have been Apple Care even back then. And they were like, yeah, no, it costs, like, more than just buying a new one. And I asked them, I was like, well, what kind of sense does that make? I could just buy a brand new one. And they are like, yeah, but then you wouldn't have anything that you have on this one. It's like, no, I'm just going to plug it back into my computer. That's when I got the pink Nano. Uh, so. Riveting. It is riveting. Um, <laughs> I don't know if, if, if lots of you out there, you know, because we also do love horror, how many people have seen the new Halloween trailer? Mm, it looks so good. Um, a lot of people have been complaining that the trailer gives too much away. If you watch it, it gives you, like, a lot of, I guess, plot points or kills or whatever. And they're like, well, what's going to be left in the movie? They're showing us all this crazy shit in the trailer. Like, it's too much. I, I didn't see that. Who was complaining about it? Uh, just people. Like, lots of people on different Facebook groups or... Like, on just things that I've seen, places. Uh, In the I, one Halloween Facebook group that I'm a part of, there were something like 60 people that shared the trailer. 
Yeah, because nobody ever fucking <laughs> looks to see, like, maybe somebody already shared this. Yeah, it just dropped. And you're going to be the one fucking person that breaks the fucking story. No, you just don't even pay attention. That's my one big gripe in a lot of groups that I'm in, that everybody posts the same fucking thing when, like, news breaks or a trailer comes out, and it's like, really, just scroll down a little bit. And if somebody else already posted it, don't fucking post it, because you're not the first one, and now you're just cluttering it all up to where people post about other stuff. They're never going to see it, because 500 people post the same fucking link. Um, the only issue that I have with the Halloween franchise right now is that we know that nothing, nothing's going to happen to Michael in this movie. Like, we might think he's dead, but there's still a third movie slated to come out. Yeah, they've already announced that, you know, it's, there's going to be two more and this one's the second one. So you know, you know that nothing too crazy is going to happen. I mean, they might be trying to wow you with how the story unfolds, not the, the ending of the story itself. Like, you know, enjoy the ride. Because yeah, you know that you're not going to get an ending because you know there's a whole other movie. Yeah, and I'll still totally watch it because Halloween is my favorite um, franchise. Like, my favorite movie series. Um, but that motherfucker's got some problems, you know. There's timelines out the ass on that yeah. one and, and retcons and like they can't get their shit together you know at first it was part one and two and then that was supposed to be end of it and they brought in Halloween 3 which stupid people hate because it he didn't have Michael me. Myers he means me because that's not what they wanted to do and I've said that movie is a standalone. I don't have an issue with but it. But it, it technically, for all intents and purposes, was a standalone because the original idea was to have a Halloween anthology series of a different Halloween story every movie that came out after part two because John Carpenter didn't really want to do part two, but part one was such a success. They were like, come on, do another one. They like, well, I'll do this one, but then, you know, I'm going to blow them up with the fucking end. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry if you haven't seen the original Halloween If you two. haven't seen Halloween 2, you deserve to be spoiled. Um, and then he was like, I'm going to try something else, you know, or we're going to go in this direction and tell another story. People didn't like that, so they're like, let's bring Michael Myers back in the stupidest possible way and have some bad sequels. Um, so then it was like, okay, part 1, 2, 4, 5, 6... That's the thorn thing, right? Yeah. And then... With Paul Rudd. Yeah. Because then they brought that all into it. And Danielle Harris. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I like those movies because they're, like, nostalgic. Because I just remember watching them growing up. But, like, when you grow up and then you watch them, they're like, man, these are pretty awful. And like They the are terrible movies. And Danielle Harris is a bad actress as a little kid. Like... It's fucking terrible, especially in I think it's five. The last the one where she's not speaking. Yeah, the one where she doesn't speak and, and she she's like, like "Dina, Dina," squeak, squeaks yeah. and, and opens her mouth and tries to like say things and yell, and um, they never get the fucking mask right after part two, and it's like, how the fuck is this not possible for you to like? make a mask that looks like that mask. Like, they all look so fucking horrible after that. Like, 
I don't understand how you just couldn't do it. Like, get the mold from the original. Do something. Like, make work your movie magic. Pay some fucking money. But then you have the timeline that's 1, 2, and then H2O. Yeah, because which, they just went from part 1, part 2 to H2O. And none of the 4, 5, 6 didn't happen because they were like, fuck that. We don't like those. And I, I was here for H2O. That came out when I was like, I don't know what 78 so 98 so i was in seventh or eighth grade and i had just really gotten into watching horror movies and begging my mom like oh can we rent this can we rent that and she rented that movie for a sleepover for my birthday and all of us sat around watching it and it was amazing and of course it's like michelle williams and josh hartnett who were both really big at the time so it was just very cool and then the other the movie uh, Resurrection came out a couple years after yeah, that. So it was like one, two, H two O, then Resurrection because the end of Resurrection continues into. I mean, H two O continues into Resurrection. Yeah, and Resurrection is a style a uh, steaming pile of dog shit. Yeah, like that okay, garbage. Well, we had LL Cool J in this one. Let's put fucking Buster Rhymes in the next one and, and uh, make it all about like reality and Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. And let's make it about, like, you know, reality. And there's, there's a, I mean, not that there's not a lot of other things wrong with that movie. But it always pisses me off every time I watch it. There is a glaring continuity mistake. And I don't know how anybody whose job it was to catch it didn't catch it. And, like, if you got paid for doing that job, you robbed somebody from for some money. Because... There's a part during the party, the Halloween party oh. that they're at, and this one guy is, like, talking to the one girl that's in the Myers house, like, on the reality show thing. He's at a Halloween party, so he's going to go into a, another room away from the party and watch what's going on. And then a group of people start coming in and watching it, too, because it's like, oh, what's going on? So, at one point... Everybody's in this room watching the the, the the reality show feed. The live stream. The live stream. And there's this kid that's wearing, like, I guess it's his house or whatever, I don't know. He's got, like, blonde hair. He's wearing, like, a red velvet smoking jacket. And he's already in the room with a, another one, I guess his girlfriend or his date or whatever. And they're both watching it, and they, you see them react to something. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, you see that guy walk in with the girl for the first time. And he's like, oh, what are you guys watching? You were just in this room five minutes ago watching the fucking thing. And reacting. And reacting. So, like, I don't know who missed that, but, like, you really fucked your job. Like, you didn't do your job. Like, I don't know how anybody put that out and was like, oh, we're just gonna... Because they're hoping people are gonna watch it and not notice stuff like that. Yeah, I know, but, like, there's some bad movies out there, but, like, I've never seen such a bad error and continuity where it's like that right in your face like holy fuck that kid was already in that room and then five minutes later he's coming you expect us to believe he's coming in for the first time like it's one thing if like okay whatever but you're at a Halloween party this kid's wearing a noticeable costume like it's you know what he looks like it's it's more than normal clothing it's like oh he's a weird guy in the red velvet smoking jacket or whatever it just pisses me off every time I watch it because Somebody really fucked up at their job. Um, and then 
Then you had the horrible Rob Zombie ones. Which the, the first one's not terrible. The first one is semi-decent. Only for the fact of... I do like... I do like how um, violent it is. I don't like the unrated version because I think there's an unnecessary rape scene in there. In the rated R version, that scene's not in there. Um, but all you can find is the unrated version anywhere. Like, the, the box set that I have through Scream Factory, it's only the unrated version on the of the Rob Zombie cut. Like, I think the unrated version was ever put out on Blu-ray through, like, a Canadian distributor with, like, it was, like, one and two together in one release. I've never... I've seen that at, like, FYE. Some people get it on Blu-ray or DVD. And some people have gotten it for cheap, like, when it was on sale. I would like to get that just for the fact of, like, I just don't like the unrated cut for that one scene that I think is unnecessary. Um, I do like a lot of the actors that are in it that he works with. Um, Tyler... I think Tyler Main did a good job as Michael Myers, although... A little bit big. He's a, he's a tall motherfucker. Um, but I like that he had, you know, um, Ken Faree in it, and D. Wallace, and um, I'm blanking. Uh, You're on your own. Um, Brad Dourif as the sheriff, which hopefully I'll be able to meet him in August because he was supposed to be at Monster Mania convention last year before the shit hit the fan and then he cancelled when COVID like hit and I was like fuck I've always wanted to meet him I was so bummed out and they announced that he's gonna be there coming back this August um, in Cherry Hill which I got a ticket for on the Sunday so I'm gonna have to go up there really early on the Sunday because I just don't want to deal with crowds, and Sunday seems like the day to go now. I used to go, like, Friday nights, like, first thing, but even those get kind of, like, crowded now, so Sundays are kind of iffy, because sometimes people pack up early, but, like, I'm gonna, I'm planning on getting there, like, as soon as they open and get my stuff done, um, because hopefully nobody is slated to be there just certain days, and they won't be there on Sunday, so I should be good, um... But I liked how he had, you know, the actors that I liked. I don't like the fact that it just... Oh, you know, that's why he is the way he is. Like, it explained too much. It was like, oh, he's got a shitty home life, and they're all white trash, and... Like, that's why. Like, it was better than the original where, like, he just came from a normal home, and, like, you didn't really know why. Um, it made more sense to... Well, not more sense, but it, to me, in my opinion, it was creepier to be like, there's this guy out there killing people. Oh, why is he doing that? Well, he had a bad home life, and uh, his mom was a stripper, and they were white trash, and she had, like, you know, a parade of guys, and the, the last guy was a real douchebag. Oh, wow, 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 that. Or, there's a guy out there killing people. Well, why is he doing that? I don't know. I don't know why he's doing that. Like, See, that's creepier to me. I like the backstory, and I, I really did... I I don't dislike Rob Zombie's Halloween 1, but I don't know what the fuck he was doing with Halloween 2. Smoking crack is what he was doing. That movie is fucking god-awful. 
It's terrible. It is terrible. And the fact that he's got to put his wife in everything. Jeff hates Sherry Moon Zombie. I really do. I can't stand that he puts her in everything he fucking does. She's going to be in the Munsters, too. Yeah, and I don't want to see that. I I probably will see it, but, like, why, man? Because you're just... I don't know what you're going to do with the Munsters. Like, why? Why? I don't even know why it needs to be made into a movie. Like, I don't even know what the premise would be. Like, what? what is... I saw a meme that said, I can't wait for Herman to call Lily a cunt. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I've seen that too. Or like, oh, the monsters in the movie poster, and it's just like every character has Sherry Moon Zombie's head on yeah. it. And, um... It's like, um... What is it? Helena Bonham... What is her name? Go on. Here we go. Carter. Yeah. Uh, with Tim with Burton. With Tim Burton. Yeah. He yeah. thinks the sun shines out of her ass. And I'll give her. I, I will give him and her that because she's a fantastic actress. But Sherry Moon Zombie, not so much. Yeah. Like, I really liked House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, me too. Like, that was one of my favorite movies when it came out. Like, I couldn't stop watching it. I watched it over and over again. I had it on, like, a burned bootlegged like vcd disc it was on two different discs like you had to change it in the middle and like i just really liked the movie i liked the story i really liked the colors of it and i'm pretty sure i had the disc before it came out in theaters like it was like like that burned yeah like or it was like right around when it came out and like somebody had you know filmed it in the theater but it looked really good but i was like you know i didn't feel bad because like I knew that when it came out in the theater, I was still going to go see it anyway, and that when it came out on DVD or whatever, that I I was going to buy, like, an official copy of it. Because, number one, I want to support the people that make these things, and number two, I wanted a real copy of it for it to look good and for me not to have to watch it on two different discs, and um, I wasn't as impressed with Devil's Rejects. Um, It had its moments, and I liked, you know, the, the continuation of the story, it was a different tone. It was grittier. It was more washed out, like neutral colors. Like it was very because they were in the desert and stuff. It was like a lot of browns, and I didn't much like the cinematography and and the 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 look of it. Three from Hell it was, garbage. was kind of a steaming pile of garbage, and I only bought that last year for Black Friday because they had a deal on it. And I like to complete sets because I'm a completist. I have it on Blu-ray. I still haven't seen the ending of it. We watched it at a friend's house at the time. And we didn't get all the way through it. Like, towards the end, just kind of, like, turned it off and we started watching something else. Is that Kurt? Yeah. yeah. So I still haven't seen all of it. I own it, and I haven't popped it in. So, I don't know. At some point, maybe I'll do, like, you know, triple feature and, and watch them all. But... Oh, remind me not to. I haven't, that. like, you know, wanted to, to watch it, really. Um, hated The Lords of Salem. That was an awful movie that Peach begged me to get from Redbox. Because I wanted me. to see it. She was like, let's get this. I want to watch this. Let's rent this. Let's rent this. Rented it. Watched it. And credits, as soon as the credits Credits rolled, started rolling, she looked over at me and she said, I'm sorry. Like, I, I was fully aware of what I had just done. Like, I, I, I knew that I had just wasted an hour and a half of our time that we would never get back. And, like, for some reason, I was really happy to hear he was supposed to do a movie about the Flyers, like, back in the 70s, 
again, I don't know what the premise would have been or how, like, if it was just... I thought it was, like, like, a documentary type deal. No, I think it was going to be more just, like, I guess maybe, like, what had maybe occurred around the first Stanley Cup championship, like, that team and what happened during it. I don't know. I was kind of excited about it. I really don't know why, because the majority of his movies, I, I guess, I don't like. Um, but that never, that fell through, so that wasn't going to happen. Um, I like his other animated movie that he did, The Haunted World of El Superbisto. I liked that movie. That was funny. Um, is there anything else? Oh, um, 31. I this saw just it once. turned into a Rob Zombie bashing podcast episode. I don't know if I bought that movie or not. I feel I like I one. did. What was it about? Um, like they were driving down, and he likes kind of like rip off. He likes the feel and stuff of like a lot of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of feelings, like seventies vibe. Like they're driving down the road, and like there's they get kidnapped into like this like maze of horrors or whatever and there's like people trying to kill him oh yeah yeah, the little midget guy yes yes and uh, dressed like hitler i think the midget was dressed like hitler i don't know it was some weird shit i thought i bought it because it was cheap i don't see it on my shelf because it would be in the front with the other numbered movies but i don't see it maybe it's in the um the 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 zipper thing Mm, it's possible i thought i bought it but i don't know i mean if I didn't, it's no really big loss because I don't really know how I felt about it. Um, I think that was it. I don't know what any other movies that he did. I don't know, but after all that, we're looking forward to um, Halloween coming out. Yeah, the new one. You know, I enjoyed the new movie, the one that came out in 2018, which is now okay. We're going to retcon the continuity continuity again it's part one and then it's this new one and then the the newest one so it just goes from one to 2018 to this one coming out and then the next one after it. yeah and if you haven't seen the newest one that's out they say that jamie lee and michael myers are not siblings that that was just a rumor yeah because halloween 2 is when you find out that they're supposedly Yeah, they needed siblings. something to grab you in that one, so they made that up. So, this just goes from part one to 2018, so they're like, oh no, they're not, you know, they're not related. Yeah. Um, and, um, if you're into 90s, into the 90s, uh, stuff, like, or you were alive in the 90s, you were a 90s kid, and you remember, uh, show on Nickelodeon called Pete and Pete, uh, Arnie. Um, Arnie. Artie, yeah, that's right. Artie, strongest the strongest man, man in, in the, the world. world. He plays the dad. Yeah, but he dies. Spoiler Whoa. alert. Sorry. sorry that Holy means... fuck. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Um, wow. Hey, you know what? If you're a big fan, number one, here's the thing. If you're a big fan of the Halloween franchise or horror movie, you should have already seen it because it was three years ago. Number two, you may not even know who Pete and Pete is or who I'm talking about, so you don't even know who it is that dies. All right, fair you enough. don't even know that character, so you'd have to know. You would have had to have not seen the movie yet from three years ago, and you don't know who, um, he is, is. who who he is. Um, Toby Huss is his name, his real name. Um, you'd have to know who he is to know 
what character he plays. But it was just really cool because I did not know he was in it. And then when he popped on screen, I like hit Jeff. I'm like, is that Artie? And he was like, uh, yeah, I think so. He unfortunately is not the strongest man in the world in this movie. No. Didn't we go see this movie with my mom? We did. We saw it yeah. together, I think, first. Yeah. And then we went to go see yeah, it with your mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were excited about it, and, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I enjoyed the way that um, James Jude Courtney played the character and that you know Nick Castle came back for a couple scenes that he was in to reprise his role um, as The Shape, uh, a.k.a. Michael Myers. Um, if you don't know what Jeff's talking about... Uh, he didn't, Nick Castle didn't do any of the stunts or anything like that or any of the, like, Yeah, he's a little any, on the older side. You yeah. just kind of, kind of saw him in a couple scenes where He was through a window. Yeah, so. And Jamie Lee Curtis and him, like, lock eyes. But, um, James Jude Courtney did pretty much the, the other majority of the, of what's going on. Um, he was a really nice guy. I met him at a Monster Mania a few years ago. Um... I'm interested to see it in the new one where um, the character of Tommy Doyle is played by Anthony Michael Hall. Um, I don't know why they didn't get the original uh, actor because I think the original actor actress that played um, what the fuck was her name? The little girl. The girl that lives across the street. Yeah, uh, Lindsay. Leah. Lindsay Wallace. She's a real housewife of Beverly Hills or something. And I'm almost now. positive that they got her to be in this movie, that she's going to be reprised her role as Lindsay Wallace, grown up. Yeah. But they didn't get, I don't know the actor's name who played Tommy Doyle. I'll get that for you. But for some reason they didn't get, they, they're having Anthony Michael Hall play that part. I don't know if it's just he wasn't available, didn't want to, maybe he's had some problems with the law or drugs or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're- Reaching. I'm feeling like I've heard that somewhere, that that was a story that I read. All of those things could be plausible. I don't know why. There, there's oh. some reason why they didn't get him back. Um, Kyle Richards is Lindsay. Yeah. And Brian at Andrews. Yeah, Brian Andrews. So, for some reason, they didn't get him to come back. There's some reason why. I mean... Uh... It could have just been, hey, we don't want you. But I don't know why they would get the other one and be like, well, no, we're not going to get you. Um, And while we're on the subject of uh, Halloween, look who's credited as Michael Myers. Oh, fuck that. Tony Moran. In the new one? No, no. The 78 on IMDb, Nick Castle's not even listed. Oh, that's fucked up. It Um, really is. I believe didn't I talk about the Tony Moran thing on a previous I think episode? So. Yeah, he's an asshole. Um, he said some shitty stuff about the fans. He treats fans like crap. He was nice when I met him, but still makes me feel like I shouldn't have given him my money because he's just not a nice dude from the stuff that I've seen in in videos and online and excerpts of stuff. And you can say, oh, they cut it up and made it look like that. Whatever. What you're saying in these snippets makes you look like a real asshole and just the fact that you admit that you're an asshole doesn't make it okay that you're an asshole um that doesn't give you any power like oh at least i admit it great you're still an asshole 
Um, and don't go around saying that you're Michael Myers when you played him for however many seconds in the original Unmasked. Like, you know, you're not Nick Castle. Or any number of people. Like, Nick Castle did the majority of it, but, I mean, at some point, I think even um, Deborah Hill played Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you don't see her face, obviously, but she was dressed in, like, or it was her hand reaching or something. It's kind of like in Friday the 13th. There are... People know the main people that play Jason, but there are some, in some instances, where people that people don't even know, you know, were a stand-in for one scene or this one part, like, you know, um, in Friday the 13th Part 2, in the beginning, when Jason's walking down the street towards uh, Alice's house, it's really the costume designer, and it's a woman. You just see her walking, you see the legs and, and the shoes. You wouldn't know it's a woman because, you know, you just see the legs walking and the feet. But Jason was played by a woman in that part. Um, but I really just don't like Tony Moran. He's a real big asshole. In my opinion, again, you can have whatever opinion you want, but my view of him has totally been turned around. I mean, like I said, he was nice when I met him, but I, after seeing the things and reading the things that I've seen and read... I wish that I didn't meet him, and I wish I didn't give him my money. Mm -hmm. uh, I would have been happier to not to have done that. Um, <clears throat> so, um, also watched another movie recently, because I got a code on Redbox, and I wanted to see it for the longest time, like, when it came out. I didn't want to pay, like, however much to rent it, like 20 bucks, you know. But I got for, you know, rented the DVD for 59 cents on Redbox with a code. Uh, the movie Nobody with uh, Bob Odenkirk. Um, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I want to buy it. Uh, I don't typically like movies like that, but it was okay. It was a great story. It had a lot of great fighting scenes. A lot of stuff you typically don't see from him. I don't, I don't think. I never watched uh, Better Call Saul. Um, I just know Bob Odenkirk from... Mr. Show and all of his comedy writing and being a comedy actor and, like, you know, uh, sketch show stuff. Um, definitely not an action-type role. And, you know, watching, like, the bonus features and stuff, like, he really did go through the training and, and, and gave it, you know, did the, did the deal. Like, didn't have a lot of stunt people doing his stuff for him. You know, he, you know, trained for it. So, it's got a lot of great action. It's very brutal in some spots. Um, it's good, and I hope they make... Uh, they kind of go down and make some sequels. Um, it's by the same writer, I believe, as the John Wick movies. Um, or at least somebody in the John Wick universe has so something to do with this movie. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, if I can find it, like on a Black Friday sale or something like that, because right now I still think it's like twenty bucks on Blu-ray because it's pretty new. Um, I generally don't like to buy movies that high in a price when they come out. Is there something? Yeah, but not related. Well, What's it about? There's a horoscope app that I want to get, and it's only available for iPhone. Oh well, boo. Um, but yeah, I really like that movie. You should check it out uh, if you like action. If you like, uh, if you're into that kind of thing, like you know, 
it's not like martial arts or whatever, but if you're into like movies where like Ipman or like John Wick or any kind of action fighting movies, uh, the born identity kind of movies, stuff like that, it's it's cool to to see these uh, fight scenes. Um, and it's done really well, and it's a good story, and it, it's fun. So you should check it out if you like that kind of stuff. Um, I said they have it at Redbox. I'm sure you can get it anywhere, like Prime or, or Rented or, or whatever. I just happened to have a code for it, and it made it really cheap. Uh, so I, I figured, why not, when I was walking out of the Walmart. Uh, so definitely check that out. And then hope you had a good 4th of July. Because we that just passed. It was uh, yesterday. Yeah, technically it was yesterday. Um, we didn't do too much. Um, let's see. We did quite a bit yesterday. Well, we did. I wouldn't say quite a bit. Um, let's see. Uh, what did we do? Well, on Friday. Friday, you weren't supposed to go into work, but then you did. But then you got sent home early. Um, I went to Walmart and got some shopping done because I didn't have to work on Friday. It wasn't mandatory overtime, although I do have to work my Friday this week. And it sucks when you're not able to get stuff done because I was glad on this Friday where I got to, like, go and get my shopping done and take care of shit. Um, I had, hair, I had a hair appointment. Oh, yeah, you kept, you got a hair, you had a hair appointment. Mm-hmm. I went and found, um... There was a beer that I'd seen from Contra Hawken Brewing Company. Uh, it was Ivan's uh, Lemon Shandy. And if you kind of are from the area here, like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and you know the um, grocery store chain uh, Acme, they sell like the Ivan's um, Ginger Snaps, and they have Lemon Snaps. And this beer was a Lemon Shandy, and it was brewed with the le- Lemon Snap cookies. Uh, I think they said like 200 pounds of them. Um, so I really wanted to try it, but it, everywhere I look on um, Contra Hawking Brewing Company, on their website, they don't have like a beer locator to find out like where it's sold, which bothers me because I like being able to know where I can find stuff. Um, I've only had one of their other beers before. It was um, a pumpkin one. It was called uh, Nightmare on West Elm Street, I think. And it had, like, it was... The can was colored like Freddy Krueger's sweater. And it had um, some cool writing on it like that. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a pumpkin... Pumpkin beer. Uh, Let me check real quick. Dead air. Um, What were you... Oh, you're talking about the beer. I'm talking about the Contra Honking Brewing. Yeah... Um, what is it that important? I'm just I want it is important because I'm trying to figure out what I'm talking about. All right. Well, we didn't really do anything else exciting after we both came home. We had dinner. We watched Big Bang Theory. Um, we decided. What did we do? Oh, Saturday we went over my mom's with my son. Uh, to celebrate uh, my yeah. birthday. Nightmare on East Elm Street, sorry, is what it was. It was a pumpkin, when they say yam beer on in, uh, untapped, I don't think anybody's making any, there might be some yam beers out there, I guess. Okay, so we 
to we went over my mom's to celebrate my birthday on the 21st and my son's graduation on the 18th I believe it was and um we went for an unconventional summertime dinner we had Thanksgiving but with chicken instead of turkey um and a strawberry shortcake for dessert (laughs) um had fun over there and then Sunday we decided my son had plans didn't want to hang out with us I'm going to bring it back to Friday before we get too far along. It was Nightmare on East Elm Street. That's where the brewing, the the tap room was that I actually had to go to because the lemon shandy was found at some Acme's. I I searched that out on Untapped since I said their website didn't have a locator. Um, So I used the Untapped feature of finding it, putting in my zip code two Acme's popped up. I went to one that was like closest that I could get to. Well, they didn't have it. So I eventually just, I should have just went to the bro- the tap room to begin with instead of wasting time going to the Acme. But I was hoping they'd have it. So I drove all the way to the tap room in Contra Honkin. Uh, it's on East Elm Street. It's on Elm Street. Um, it was a pretty cool place. Um, you walk in the front. They don't have a really big parking lot in the front. So it's like street parking. Um, they have like three spaces and a handicapped space in the front. Um, you walk down kind of a long hallway where on the, your right, you kind of see like their production floor. It looks like a little bit. Um, and then you walk to the end and they have some tables and then a bar and then I think a little outside area, like a deck. And then right behind it is like a train track because the train went by when I was there, and it's literally right out back of the place. Um, it was kind of loud. Um, but it was cool. Service was cool. I tried a lot of their beers while I was there. I did try the Shandy, because I had that on tap, and there was a, a bunch of others that I tried. Um, because I did also like that they had them in, you could get a 4-ounce, an 8-ounce, or a 16 ounce and they're very moderately priced uh, most of the four ounce pours were between like two and three dollars um, the eight ounces was like four dollars and the 16 ounce was like um, um, like six bucks six and a half dollars um, so I tried a bunch of their stuff, um, getting different pour sizes for the stuff that I would read descriptions of and be like, well, I don't know if I'd like that so much. Maybe I like this more. Um, stop saying, um, I tried the blood money, which is a blood orange IPA. That was pretty good. I don't usually like IPAs, but it was pretty good. Um, that was 6.7% alcohol. Um, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Um, there was just a bunch of other ones that I tried. They had a nice farmhouse sour pilsner that was sour. It was good. Um, and an American wheat, a strawberry kiwi Berliner Weiss. I had tried their other one of that. They had a, a blueberry one. It's called uh, Philly Weiss. Um, and I took home a four pack of the Shandy, um, four pack of cans. 
Um, so that was good. And then um, left there, came home, all the other stuff that was already said. And then Sunday. Uh, we had decided we would go. J- Jeff likes the specific Chinese buffet down in Tom's River. And we've been yes, going. I'm the only one that likes it. Um, we've been going there probably uh, God, uh, since I worked at Wawa. So, like, 2014. So, we've been going there for, like, seven years. Um, never had an issue. Um, nothing, like, they're, they're pretty clean. Um, all of that. So, we... They were pretty good during the pandemic. So, we didn't really go for, to them for a while. And then when we first started going back not too long ago, you know, they, everybody was wearing masks. They had uh, disposable plastic gloves up near the things so you put on gloves when you're using the buffet so like they were following rules they were being cleanly yeah uh so we get food and we're sitting down with our food and i take a bite of my egg roll and i saw something black in it and you know how sometimes like stuff gets burnt and i was just like oh what's that and i like looked and it was a fucking beetle on the inside of the egg roll, cooked and Hello. everything. Um, so, needless to say, we flagged down our waitress, uh, told them the they're owner very... came over. They were very apologetic. Like, they didn't make us pay for either but one of our She meals. was just done eating. I was still hungry. It so skeeved I me out. kept eating, which was awkward for me to keep eating, and she was just sitting there because they just kept being like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. Yeah, like, I had the, the owner apologize like multiple times it's like it happens especially like those beetles they fly around they get into everything like i understand it was an accident i'm just so thankful i didn't eat the actual beetle but it still skewed me out to the point like i probably don't want chinese food for a very long time if ever again and like this is almost around i think it's a little over a year since the last time something like this happened when i was at work and um, during the pandemic, when we went back to work last last summer, there weren't a lot of kids in, and um, our days were shortened. It was just the school was open seven to five, so there like one person worked seven to four, and the other person worked eight to five. But there weren't a lot of kids, so I would bring my breakfast to school, and I brought like a Tupperware bowl of cereal and like a bottle of milk. And I pour it in, and I'm eating, and I don't even think there were any kids in the room at this time, and I was with one of my other um, teachers, Amy, and I just happened to look down before I, like, scooped up cereal with my spoon, and there's a fucking, um, beetly bug pincher thing beetly floating bug. around in my milk. I, like, threw up into my cereal, and, like, I haven't eaten cereal since then, and it's been over a year. Um, so the chances of me ever really wanting Chinese food again are slim to none, but... I wasn't phased by it, um... No, because you probably would have just fucking eaten it. Like, no, I wouldn't have eaten out. that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't cool. have stopped eating other stuff, because, I mean... It just skeeved me out, because then my thought process is, like, what else has bugs in it? But it's like, again, how many bugs have you probably eaten in your life? And I don't want to think about that. But that's just life. That's the way yeah, it is. That's gross. Um, um, stop saying um. 
So after there, Jeff wanted to go check out a brewery. He didn't look into it too well because we drive there. No, I did look into it. They just, you can't trust Google because Google will say, oh, they're open and sometimes they won't be open. Or these are their normal hours. Holiday app might affect this. And I figure, well, they're down near the shore. Some places were closing, but like down there, you'd be killing it on a day, on a Sunday that's, you know. They July were not 4th. killing it because they were closed. Yeah, they weren't open. So they didn't post that they weren't going to be open. We drove, since since we were in Tom's River, we were only about 20 minutes away from Seaside. Um, so we drove down to the sandbar. We wanted to see some trash. And we wanted to go get some frozen drinks. Saw some trash. Yeah, we saw a lot of trash. I am not a fan of the Seaside Boardwalk. Parking lot was very full. Um, but we did get a spot. All the lots were full, like the, the independent lots, and they are charging like $40 to park there, $35, $30. Uh, when we were just there a few weeks ago, it was like $5, 10 to park there. But again, understandable. That it's was also a Monday. a holiday weekend, and it's the actual holiday, so you're going to yeah. pay. But they did also up their prices to park with the meters as well, because before it was a dollar an hour, and this was $2 an hour. Yeah. Um, we did find a spot. We had to drive through the lot one whole time come back in drive through again um but we did get a spot we got to the beach bar um we had a couple of drinks uh yeah had uh the crushes and then you had a frozen bellini and i did a rum punch which was very strong but still good um the crush was not as good as it had been previously, which was upsetting. Yeah. And then you had gotten a margarita frozen drink, mm-hmm. and I, you got me a beer that I wanted to try from the place that was closed that we went to. Uh, they had their beer there. Um, it was uh, Battle River Brewing in Tom's River. Um, it was a Sedge Island Shandy. It was cherry, cherries and lemon, I believe. It was good. I did like it. Um, it's just unfortunate that when I heard about them the last time we went there and they, I saw that they had them on the list of things that you could buy, I was like, it's probably really expensive for me to get the beer here. I'll just go buy it because they had it in some local liquor stores. Well, for the six-pack, it was $18. Uh, and I was like, no, you can keep that. Um, I don't know how much they charge for pints or whatever in their tasting room, but I'd rather try the stuff there. That way I can try everything. Um I don't know how much they charged at the place. It's five fifty. Like we figured yeah, it out. It was like five fifty for the can, which I guess you know if you're you're buying a six pack that way, you know you're paying like thirty dollars. It, it wasn't for, a terrible price. We've definitely paid more. Five fifty for a can of like micro Bruce beer is normal. Yeah. So we left there because I don't know. I just didn't want to drink anymore there. I was tired of being around people. Tired of being around trash. Um, we had to leave our water bottles at the entrance when we came in. Yeah, which I was not a fan of. Yeah. Um, so we're just like, well, let's just go. Uh, we've had some drinks. I don't want our, we don't want our water bottle sitting there anymore. Let's just go. So we left there and I had found another brewery that was open. Um, it was in Forked River. And it was, like, on our way to where we were going eventually. So, went there. It was um, called Backward Flag Brew- Brewing. Um, 
And on their website, it says that they're woman-owned and veteran-brewed. So they're all about, like, the military and stuff. I don't know if the woman who owns it is also a veteran. They don't really specify that. Um, so I don't know if she just owns it and the veteran is the one that brews it and that works there. Um, all the two guys that were there working were both veterans. Yeah. And, um, they were really nice. Both yeah. of them. Um, when we went in there, it was just us and one other guy sitting there drinking. And then the two guys that were working there. Um, but you go in, it's very, you know, again, military centric, um, stuff on the walls and a lot of patches from like police and stuff on the wall. Um, they had a bunch of different beers that we wanted to try. Well, we, I wanted to try one in particular, but then, you know, I'm going to try everything. So, um, we asked if they had flights and, um, they did. And it's really decently priced because it was for a flight of four. I don't know how many ounces the, the, the drinks were in the flight. I think maybe four ounces, but you got four different beers in your flight a pint glass and a chip that comes like a poker chip that comes in the glass that's good for a free drink and that's $18 for that and that's a good price I think mm-hmm. to get a flight a pint glass and a chip to get you a drink at some other point um, so we got two um, well I got a full pour of one of the beers and you got a, a seltzer a seltzer a peach did you get yeah, it? And you liked that. Yeah, it was really good. It didn't taste like seltzer. It just tasted like peach, like yeah. fizzy peach. And I think their seltzer was 6.5% alcohol. Um, I had gotten a full pour of their one um, beer that's called She Sounds Lovely. It's a wild sour. That's 7.8% alcohol. Um, It'll get you drunk. It will. I guess if you drink a lot of them, it's pretty high content for a beer. Um it's fermented with a blend of wild yeast and uh, lactobacillus. Blend it with milk, sugar, and an abundance of blackberries. Tart with a sweet and juicy finish. Which I thought. I really liked it. I gave it a 5. Uh, you gave it a 3.75. And I know this is going to sound weird, but when I tasted it, it kind of had like a tomato soup taste to it. I didn't get that, but um, I liked it. So I got a full pour of that before we were like, oh, well, we want to try everything. So we got two flights, and so we got two pint glasses and two poker chips, and we got to try everything that was on there. There was one thing we didn't get to try because it wasn't available. Two things. I don't remember what the other thing was. The something's missing, and the brown something or other. Oh, uh, the Bravo, brown Bravo. Yeah. So we didn't get to try that, and we didn't get to try the something's missing because those weren't available to get. I think the one was just in... They were both maybe just in cans. Yeah. And, um... If something's missing, all the proceeds go to support... Mental um, health. Yeah, because it was brewed uh, in support of their friend. Yeah, because he was an amputee. That's why it's called Something's Missing. And he committed suicide. Yeah, so I would have liked to have tried that. I really w- wished I would have while we were there after hearing about, like, the proceeds going into that. But I don't know if I would have liked the beer, but... I would have liked to have given something to the, you know, towards that. At least just say I tried it anyway. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to, I think, after trying them and, and liking what I've done, I'm going to, we follow them now, or I do, 
and I think the our page, our Instagram page, will follow them um, to see what they'll be putting out next. I mean, uh, I'll definitely probably want to try something else from them in the future. Um, so we tried the the other one that was the Shut the Fuck Up Pale Ale. Um, you gave that a four point two five. Yeah, I gave that a four point five. It's a, a coffee pale ale brewed with veteran-owned coffee, Black Six Coffee. So that's a veteran-owned coffee company. I don't, I don't know if they're local or not local, but it's still veteran-owned. It was good. It had a nice coffee flavor. Um, I enjoyed it, and obviously we both enjoyed it because we both gave it pretty high marks. Um, and there was the Oak Armored Ale. Which was, um, it's just an ale that's, has an oaky, oh, that's weird. What? That says, like, in the find it details, it says it's available on tap at the Hamilton Tap and Grill. Oh. So I didn't know they had some of their stuff so close. Um, you gave it a 2. I gave it a 3.75. Um, that was 7% alcohol. Uh, the shit the fuck up was also 7%. I like the smell of it. It did have a nice oak smell. I don't, usually don't like oaky stuff, but for some reason I like this more than I thought I would. I gave it a 3.75. Um, I don't know. There's just a taste about it. It wasn't one of those ones that I drank and I was like, ew, this is too oaky and it has a weird, gross taste. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, then there was the Silencio, which was the Mexican coffee pale ale. So... It was their shut the fuck up, but also with some uh, ancho chili thrown in there for a bit of a spice. And then uh, they had some cinnamon in there as well. Um, you gave it a 4.25. It was really good. You could taste the cinnamon. You could taste the coffee. And I never really did get the heat that Jeff said he got at the end. It wasn't really heat. It was just a little bit of a tingle in the back of your throat. Like, I wouldn't say, oh my god, my mouth's on fire. But you could tell there was a bit of a, a something in there. Uh, I only gave it a 4, so you gave it .25 ahead of me. Or more than I did. Uh, but still, both high marks. We both enjoyed it. I did like it. And that's 6.5% alcohol. Definitely something I probably would have drank again. Like, if we weren't, like, going somewhere or, you know, had, like, a itinerary or whatever, I might have had, like, a, a pint of that. Or the, the shut the fuck up. Um, both of them liked them a lot. Um, then there was the Simunition IPA, 6.5% alcohol. Um, that had some, I think, Simcoe hops, which is why it's called Simunition. We both gave that a .50. We both, it was too hoppy for us. We don't like IPAs. And again... If you've ever listened to any of our episodes, it's all our opinion. You may like something else. You may love IPAs. Give it a try. You know, if you're ever able to visit them or you're in the area and it's easier for you to visit them or you're not from the area and you just happen to be in the area, it shouldn't stop you from trying something because just because we said we didn't care for it. You can like whatever you like and everybody's got their own tastes. Um, there was the dope on a rope. That was a West Coast style black IPA, very dark. That's 7.6% alcohol. You gave that a 0.25. I gave it a 2.5 for the 
for some reason I don't know I usually don't wouldn't like something like that but there was a taste there that I did enjoy just not a lot so it's kind of on the lower marks for me um, very low for you probably not something that I would get a pint of like not my first choice but like I wouldn't you know kill myself if I had to drink it again or somebody bought me a pint of it or you know I just happened to drink it again um, but I wouldn't go gravitate towards it um, then there was safety brief that was a cream ale brew with two row malt and flaked corn pacifica hops in the kettle and finished with a Waititi dry hop um, you gave it a 0.75 I gave it a 1.5 yeah, not, not one of my fan. favorites. Yeah, not good. Not, not in my taste. I didn't like it. Again, you could love it. Um, that's six point eight percent alcohol. Then there was fucking new guy. Um, apparently, there's a story behind it. Jeff's just like saying all these bad named beers. Yes. Well, I'm such I'm such a bad guy, such a rebel. Um. You didn't rate this one. Did I check into it? No. Uh, I gave it a 2.5. It's an 8.4%. It's an Imperial Cream Ale. There's a story behind the name. Apparently you have to ask somebody, I think, named Joey, maybe. I don't know if he was one of the people that were working there, but we don't know the the story behind this. Um, Again, it was alright, but not great, in my opinion, for my tastes. Um... That's not saying it's a bad beer altogether. Uh, then the She Sounds Lovely Wild Sour, which we already talked about. Then there's the Jelly-Filled Cinnamon Donut, which is a beautiful concoction that marries the two of their most popular beers, the Silencio, which was the Mexican coffee, and the She Sounds Lovely, which was the Blackberry Sour that I talked about. Um, our milk... Sugar, raspberry, sour, lends sweetness and fruit while Silencio offers the indulgent fried dough and cinnamon of the donut dunked in a splash of coffee. Um, you gave it a 3. I gave it a 4.75. I liked it. It's another one I could see myself drinking, you know, a pint of or a glass of. It was still, like, the tomato-y flavor. Well, I don't know what's wrong with your, your mouth. Um, then there were sand rations. Which you gave a 2.25 and I gave a 2. Um, the Jelly Filled Cinnamon Donut was a 7.0% alcohol, by the way. The Sand Rations is 5.5%. Uh, it's a Belgian pale ale. Um, again, wasn't really one of my favorites. I only gave it a 2. She gave it a 2.25. But all in all... I'd have to say it was a good, it was a good trip. I'm glad we went there. I did like, I did like a lot the ones that I did like. Um, like I said, it was a very good deal for the flight for what you got. Um, got to, to get a pint glass. You got their logo, which is backward flag brewing. It has a flag on it, and um, got the pride you got edition. the pride one that has the rainbow colors in, in the flag. Uh, I just got a regular black one. Um, but it's cool and we got two pint glasses and I think it's a good price for $18 for you know because sometimes you pay stupid prices for flights and you don't even get you know you just get the flight you don't get a pint glass you don't get a chip for another drinks at some other point so and again it you know 
it was good to be to go to somewhere like that on the 4th of July, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, veterans and you're supporting them, I don't know. You're supporting a veteran business, even if she, the, the woman who owns it isn't a veteran, but it still has to do with veterans. And it's veteran brewed, and I left a good tip, because, again, 4th of July, so that's what you do, you know. I wish I would have known about... Or not known, but I wish I would have gotten to try that other one. We couldn't try on the flight. Uh, just to have some proceeds go towards the mental health. Um, we left there. And as we were about ready to leave, another group of like three people came in. The other guy had left. So they weren't really doing too much business, which I guess is understandable. Since it was the 4th of July. But they were open, so we went. And... Uh, we noticed driving out that there was a rum distillery there, um, but they were going to be closing in like a half an hour. So we made a note, made a note of it to go back, so we can go back at some point and try that. Yeah. Because um, that sounded fun. Yeah. We just need to not go there at like eight in the morning, like we did to the place in New York. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do that. So we left there. And we started our trek, which really turned out to be, like, 15 minutes to, um, LBI. We wanted to go to LBI, have dinner at Chegg. It was, like, 22 minutes. And we wanted to watch fireworks. Well, off and on all day, it had been storming. Well, right when we left Seaside, it had started to rain. And then it was kind of off and on, on the drive to LBI. It wasn't raining when we got to the the backward flag brewing. No, it was nice and bright and sunny. Then when we were getting closer to LBI, it started to rain again. And then just as we got to Chegg, it started downpouring. And... Uh, I had put in our, you know, re- reserved and wait in line on Yelp. That's how they do it, where you can check in and get on the wait list. And then when you get there, you say, hey, I'm here. So they know that you're there and you check in. And I had done that. And they're like, oh, your table will be ready soon. Thanks for checking in. Go and sit back in the car for a little bit. And then it's like, okay, downpour comes. And then it's like, oh, your table's ready. We It took us three minutes to get inside. And this is the first time this has ever happened. In three minutes, they gave our table away. Yeah, I got the notification, and by the time we actually got inside, because she ran, we were parked right in front of it too, but it was pouring so hard, and she got out with an umbrella and had flipped inside out as she was walking. Like the wind was crazy, and like I was sitting there, and I had to get the cooler because it's BYOB, so we had some uh, beers and a cooler, and I'm like, well, I don't want to get out of the car. And then go to the back door and open that up. Give it, so I reached back and got the cooler with me up in the front. So all I had to do was go out the door and up to the restaurant instead of getting out, going in the back seat, getting rained on. I get in there and I give them our name. And she was like, oh, it took you guys too long. I gave your table away. So it was literally three minutes. I was like, it, it hasn't even been five minutes. And I, it's fucking pouring. is raining yeah. down. And one of your fucking guys is out there trying to close up umbrellas while they're fucking... He's getting rained on and soaked, and the umbrellas are blowing away, and nobody was helping him. Um, I almost kind of wanted to get out and help him, but I'm like, I don't really want to get wet. 
Um, and I'm not getting paid, so. Yeah, and I, I just, I was flabbergasted because, like, I get that it was 4th of July, and they were kind of relatively busy. Not oh, as were, busy as we've seen them. Yeah, they were pretty busy, um... But, but again, to, it didn't really take them that long to get us another table. We were like the next one. I was line. just very... Well, yeah, we, we got bumped up because they gave our table away. Like, anywhere... Like, any other time, they've held our table for at least five minutes. The one time it told us that our table was ready and, like... Well, I don't even know if they held it. They're just like, oh, well, it said your table's ready. Yeah, like, it. I checked in because you can only check in from a certain... You have to be a certain closeness away. Like, you can't be, like, at your house... And you're like more than I think it's more than 15 miles. You have to be within 15 miles. So I checked in and it was like saying we were like 19th in line, and then all of a sudden it was like, bam, your table's ready. And I'm like, we're still like 15 minutes away driving, you know, down the island. And um, by the time we got there, so there's some glitches in that. Um, that's why I didn't check in this time until we got a little bit closer. And uh, whatever, we got our table fairly quickly. It did suck. They gave it away in that short amount of time. It didn't make any sense, but. Then they were pretty busy. They only have two bathrooms, and one's a ladies' room. It says ladies, and one just says restroom, which you just assume is the men's because it doesn't say ladies on it. So a lot of people were waiting for the bathrooms because you gotta wait because they're only one person bathrooms. They're not like big multi-stall toilet whatever bathrooms. So I had towards the end of the meal, I had needed to go to the bathroom, and I'm waiting in line, and there's somebody in in both of the restrooms and then there's a guy waiting and then I'm behind this guy which is more like a kid I'm saying guy but he was like I don't know 15 so the person comes out of the ladies room which was a lady she went and sat down so that was open we're both still sitting there waiting for the men's room the guy that's in the men's room comes out so the kid goes in and I'm standing there waiting with the Ladies room still vacant, door open. And this other guy comes up and just goes, well, why don't you go in this one? Well, that's the ladies room. And he's like, oh, I don't care. And then just goes in there and go to the bathroom. It's like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, that's the ladies room. Like, I wasn't not going in there because, like, oh, I don't want to be considered a lady. It's, no. That's for a woman to go into. So if a woman comes up and has to go to the bathroom and can't because your stupid ass is in there then that's fucked up because that bathroom's not for you. Uh, you wait your turn and use your own bathroom because if a woman had to come up and go or a woman, like a mom with a, with a daughter that had to use the bathroom and you're in there fucking going to the bathroom when you shouldn't be, that that's not right. So that guy was a big asshole and it really pissed me off because it's like, oh, I don't care. Well, you're just a dick. Yeah. So we were going to stay and wait and watch fireworks in Beach Haven. They set them off in the bay. Um, but when we got back out, it wasn't raining too hard anymore, but, like, everywhere was really flooded. I don't know if they canceled them or not, though, so I yeah. don't know the official... And I was just tired, and I didn't feel like... it. We were gonna... It was, like, 6.30 at this yeah. point. Fireworks weren't until 9. And we've seen the fireworks down there a, a handful of times, and they're always a really good display... But then you're in two and a half hour traffic just to get off the five mile island. So I said to Jeff, I'm like, please don't be mad when I say this, but can we just go home and 
he was like, are you sure you really want to watch fireworks? You love the fireworks. And I was like, no, it's fine. I just want to go home, get into comfy clothes. And we were going to watch the new Conjuring movie. But we got home and plans changed slightly. We ended up just going to bed. And unfortunately, yeah. And unfortunately, the Conjuring movie is no longer streaming on HBO Max. Yeah, because we had all the time to watch it when it came out, and it was only available until July 4th, and we slacked on watching it. And um, we got, like, part of the way through it, and then stopped for certain reasons. And then just went to bed. So we'll have to pick up seeing the rest of it at some point in time. Yeah. Um, and then that was that. Uh, I had to go to work today. I did not, so I went and got my nails done. So, uh, it's always fun going into work the next day of your weekend, uh, where most people do have off because it's the observance of the fourth. Um, but... Um, so there was something else, but now I can't think of what the something else was. <laughs> There's something else that I was like, oh, I'm going to mention this, and then I can't remember what it was that I was going to mention. Um, that sucks. Well, anyway, uh, if it comes to me in the next, like, five minutes... So, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, we're right around the little over an hour, hour and 13 minutes. Uh, try not to make our episodes too long. We usually try to keep them within like an hour and a half-ish range. Um, if it's the first time you're listening to us, welcome. Hi. Uh, go back and listen to our older episodes to find out more about us and what we talk about. Start at episode two. Start at episode one. Nah. Start all the way from the beginning. You should do that. Um, so yeah, uh, listen to our older episodes. Uh, follow us on Instagram, which for the podcast it's Pumpkin and Peach Adventures on Instagram. It's Pumpkin and Peach Podcast on Facebook, so go follow us, go like us on there, write a review, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, uh, subscribe so you get, you know, the new episodes right away, write a review. This is the part of the episode where Jeffrey begs. It's not begging, every podcast does this, um, especially when they're first starting out, and we're just starting out, and we've got no reason for people to listen to us, we're not famous. We've got no reason for you to want to care about what we talk about. But if you do, and you do enjoy what you're hearing, you know, all this stuff really does help us when you follow and like and subscribe and write reviews. Um, it's a big help. It really helps our social media presence. It gets us, you know, the word of mouth out there. It, you know, it's good for us. And we need the help because we aren't anybody famous. We aren't. Oh, well, why do you listen to those people? Oh, because they're people I like and they're famous. Well, we're not. Um, so, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, we have a side business, Ugly Mugs Inc. You can find us on Instagram with that, Ugly Mugs Inc. Or on Facebook, Ugly Mugs Inc. Go follow, like us, check out our stuff. We have an Etsy shop as well. The link is 
if you go to either our Facebook or Instagram, the link is there and it'll take you to the link for the Etsy shop. Um, all the stuff's there and you can go like us there, check us out on Etsy if you see anything you like, place an order, we'll be all psyched about that. We love uh, getting orders, we love having people enjoy what we do. Um, and that's about that. You know, if you have anything out there, if you if you make a movie, a horror movie, or whatever kind of movie, and you want somebody to watch it, hey, send it to us. We'll watch it. If you want anybody to drink your beer, your cider, try it, and review it, and put it up, we'll do that, too. Get in contact with us. We'll drink your cider. We'll drink your beer. Uh, we'll give it a try, and we'll review it. We'll talk about it. Um, just, again, beware what we are honest. We'll give our honest opinion about how we liked it or didn't like it. Um, again, that's just our opinion. It's not saying your product is bad and other people might enjoy it. But if you want to do anything else, I don't know, get in contact with us. Uh, email us, pumpkinimpeachadventures at gmail.com. Spelled correctly. And, you know, you can get a hold of us in any of those ways from our business Instagram or Facebook, the podcast Instagram or Facebook, the email. Message us in any way. Message us. Write us an email. Like, follow, subscribe, write a review. Help us out. Send us money. Send us money. If you want to send us money, we'd love that. I mean, <laughs> there's, an, there's an option for that, I think, on the Spotify. You find us on Spotify. I don't know how you listen to us, but Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher... But I know on Spotify and Anchor, there's a there's a way that you can like donate money to us if you really want to do that. You can. That'd be cool because then we can do more stuff and talk about it more. I don't know why you would want us to do that instead of you doing stuff, but we're fun. I think maybe I didn't want to do this in the first place. <laughs> she thinks we're more entertaining than we are. I uh, I don't know. And on that note, we're gonna say bye. I guess bye. Bye. <laughs>